0: All right, friend. how are we doing? Good. Ravens week. So, um, as always, uh, good football team. You know, they've been uh, uh, Steve Ashati, uh, Ozzie, now DaCosta, John Harbaugh. Been a model of consistency down there. Yeah. You know, put out good teams every year. Uh, well-balanced teams, you know, offense, defense, and always good on special teams. Uh, so... Big, big big, challenge for us this week. Um, you know, looking forward to you know, digging into these guys and getting ready to go on Sunday. Um, I think the Miami game really just showed how explosive they are with the kickoff return, long run, long pass for touchdowns. Um, you know, we know they can score on defense with their ability to create turnovers. It's one of the best turnover teams you know, in the last, whatever, 5, 10, 15 years, whatever you want to track it. Um, strip sacks, ball hucking guys in the secondary, and um, an outstanding kick blocking team, of field goals and punts. So, um, and returns. So they they can really hitch on on just about every play if you're not uh, if you're not careful. Um, you've got to play a good fundamental game. You have to play a smart um, situational game. And um, you know it's a physical football team that that likes to run the ball. Um, Complements that with a, some explosive pass plays. And obviously, Andrew's one of the top, top guys in the league at his position. Big target, great hands. Um, you know, makes all sorts of plays for him. You know, they had a huge year last year and is building on that this year. So, um, And just a well-balanced team. is going to take good effort from, from everybody all the way across the board to, you know, to do well Sunday, but that's what we're gearing up for
1: after starting two weeks on the road, how nice is it to get back home, normal home schedule, and have the fans back here at JLA Stadium? Yes.
0: always good playing
1: them. You know, it's only been two games uh, with Mike McDonald as defensive coordinator there, but any similarities to what the Ravens have been for years? I know he has a Ravens background.
0: Yeah, he was there for six years, so
1: pretty similar, then.
0: Oh. So, Yes, pretty similar, yes, pretty similar, yes. Obviously Wink has his, put his flavor on it. Mike's got his, again, it's two games, so we'll see how it all plays out with more evidence in. But right now, we yeah, there's certainly a lot of carryover from what they've done in the past. But there's some differences too, so. You can see there's, it's not the same, but it's, it's similar. Did
1: you guys do much work on or get
0: to know him at all in 2018.
1: Yeah, he visited here. Okay. What, do you, what do you remember about him during the pre draft
0: process? Good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Great visit. Spent a lot of time with him. Um, yeah, really interesting guy.
1: How have you seen him uh, grow in the league? Obviously, he came in and like, questions about whether he could handle being in the pocket, and it seems as if he's answered some of those questions.
0: Without a doubt. the type of player that's a, you know, MVP type of candidate. So I think he's more than answered him. But if we see what his contract is, that'll answer him.
1: (laughs) Bill, you had some success against them in 2020. How much does that play a factor in the game planning? Do you go back to that and look at some of the ways that you had success against particularly Lamar?
0: Yeah. I think that game's going to be quite a bit different this time around for a number of reasons. But, yeah, we'll we'll look at all our games against them, in the 19 game down there, um, the 20 game. But they've had a lot of changes. We've had a lot of changes. Um, I think the guys that will be out there on the field for us are quite different than what we had out there in 20. And you're looking at the same thing with the Ravens. They, they drafted, you know, 10 players this year in the first four rounds. So certainly, a, you know, youth movement there. Um so, yeah, uh, we'll look at it. I don't think I have it much bearing on a game.
1: Bill, when a player uh, makes a play and gets uh, excited for a special celebration, um, uh, particularly like uh, Nelson on Sunday within the big play before the end of the half, how do you sort of balance uh, encouraging guys to be excited about being a big play and Looking back at the play, Nelson, like, he did a little ball flip as he crossed the goal line. It it was uh, pretty close to, like, one of those, like, Deshaun Jackson plays where it's, like, you let go of the ball before you go to the end zone. How do you measure um, or balance letting guys celebrate versus, like, hey, you got to take care of the ball?
0: Well, I think it's a lot different when when it's a play that ends. So a touchdown or a turnover, that's a lot different than catching a 20-yard pass, and then you have to run another play. Um, it's not a touchdown. So, um, Look, we're all happy when we score. We're all happy when we turn the ball over, things like that. Those The plays that end the series, if you will, are, there's a little more time for that, and the players get excited. They should get excited. They've worked hard all week, trained hard, go out there and make a, make a big play, I and mean, they should be excited about it. But when there's another play to play, I mean, you have got to keep playing. You don't get excited until the drive's over, and you know finished, uh, you finished. You finished the drive. No different than you know, sacking a guy on first down. Still got second and third down. We're not. We're not even off the field yet. So, um, you know, that all comes with playing the next play. But uh, all, all the other things that come into play, ball security, and finishing the play, and uh, things around the goal line, possession of the ball around the goal line, and all that. We talk about that all the time.
1: Yeah. You mentioned, uh, I referred to Andrews, um, and uh, there are multiple tight ends, and also with Ricard in, in that
0: group. Oh, he's um, not tight you, end now. I'm
1: sorry, but I'm saying, like, you know, as a as a, as a big body. Right? No, he's a big body. He yeah. is a um, big body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do they use those? I mean, how do they use get those guys to kind of complement that explosiveness with Bateman, Doornay, and some of the other players, sort of, you know, in terms of the running game, but also in the passing game, you know, and that, that physicality with those particular
0: players. They run the ball, and those guys fake the run, and then they throw it to Damon and Dubernet, and Andrews, and all their pass catchers. So, uh, you know, Miami got, uh, you know, got hit on a couple of plays where there wasn't a lot of depth to the defense. They split them, and you know, went for long yardage. Um, but they, they, they attack the running game very aggressively. It's really a gap running game with the running back, and obviously the quarterback's a big part of that, uh, and then. When teams come up too fast, then they either throw it in front of the deep guys or throw it over their heads, depending on how deep the deep guys are or aren't. So, but they're not. I don't think they're really looking to get the ball to shard a lot, and I don't think they're necessarily looking to have you know Bateman come in you know, be a big part of the running game in the in the box. That's you know they those guys complement each other. The more guys come up, then. More space there is for the speed guys in the back end, and the more they stay back, then more space there is for the running game inside, so they do a good job of that.
1: When you see the Ravens defense give up 28 points in the fourth quarter to Miami, would you expect their defensive game plan to be tightened up um, preparing for you guys?
0: I think those are all just one, one-time plays. be surprised if they happen again.
1: You face two tough offenses, but there's only one Lamar Jackson. What's it like working with Gerard and Steve as they prepare to prepare the defense for this challenge?
0: Yeah, challenges every week, uh, but certainly the the Ravens have a lot of them. Um, it's the quarterback, it's his passing game, the running game, um, his ability to make loose and extended plays, the explosiveness of their receivers and tight ends, um, and him. So, yeah, I mean, it's challenges every week. We have to do the best we can to defend those uh, threats and schemes that they run. Uh, they have a good balance scheme. They they do a good job of attacking defenses. Uh, we know that. So I'm sure they'll have a good plan for us, and we'll have to be ready to uh, defend the knowns but also adjust to the unknowns when those show up in the game. Um, so you know, every play is not a you know, gadget play or something we've never seen before. I mean, any good team has a core Group of plays that they run, and they—that's their bread and butter. And they have some things that come off of them. Um, it's important that you're able to defensively defend all of them, but that's a lot easier said than done. These guys have a lot of weapons. They're well coached. Um, you know, they're a pretty experienced team. I mean, a you know, rookie center, but I mean, he's a pretty good player and you know, played a lot of college football. And very veteran offensive line, quarterback, skilled players. So, you know, they're—they're they're tough. Well coached.
1: Remind you of anyone over your years as a coach as a passer or the way he runs He's
0: pretty good. I don't know He's got a lot of talent
1: Billy Bill, eight starting the game from the sideline as opposed to up in the booth is that a setup you plan on keeping moving forward
0: Possibly take a look out <laughs> I guess uh, why did you make the change we thought it was the best thing for the team
1: Bill, I wanted to ask you about uh, physicality yep. In the aftermath of the game, Nelson talked about wanting to play with an edge. I think he broke a couple tackles. Jacoby finished a couple plays at the sticks, close plays that he powered through. Talking to Slater on Monday, he said, you know, we want to be the hammer, not the nail. How, how important is that part of the game for you? Like, is that when you're saying, hey, these are the things we have to do, is that at the top of the list pretty much every week?
0: Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> That's good. Why? Thank you.
1: <laughs> Bill, over the three stints, Jamie Collins, what have you liked about him as a player over, over his time here?
0: Uh, yeah, no, Jamie's, I love Jamie. Great kid. He's been good for us. Not on the roster.
1: And, um, Jabril Peppers, why would you just sort of characterize his playing style?
0: Um... We'll see. I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time with him. Um, played a little bit in the preseason, played a little bit these last couple of weeks. I think he's developing, um, you know, a, a role and a style in our defense. We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, he's smart. He's tough. He's, he's aggressive. Um, he wants to be involved, but there's also a level as a defensive back where you have to have a certain degree of you know, patience and decision-making. There's usually nobody behind you. So um, it's a little bit different than when you play, you know, nose tackle. There's some people behind you. It's not the case on your safety. So, but, I mean, he's a good player. I'm glad we have him. And he has some versatility. It's really helped us in the kicking game. I think it will help us defensively. He's already helped us, but, you know, made a couple of good open field tackles last week. So we'll see how that builds along.
1: I think, well, we, left, is, uh, I think we left some meat on the table with the physicality.
0: or anything else that you wanted
1: to add No, I'm good. No, thank you. <laughs> Bill, what's uh, Lil Jordan brought that's allowed him to carve out a little bit of a role here? It seemed he like he had some positive impact in the run game the other
0: day. No doubt. Yeah, I think, you know, some of the toughness of, that we were talking about. Um, I made a big catch there on that second and long that got us into a, Third and short there in the last drive that uh, where Mac ended up scrambling. So he, he's had a lot of tough yards in preseason, made some tough catches over the middle. Um, fought for some extra yardage, you know, running for the catch with the ball, blocked, played in a kicking game, you know, it's a big place for us. Uh, in preseason, down in kicks and covering kicks. So um, you know, he's he's an interesting guy. Uh, doesn't really fit a mold for a certain position, but he's a good football player. So glad we have him.
1: Bill, we've, we've talked a lot about um, 50-50 balls, kind of going even back to early in camp, I think with Devontae and Nelson, obviously, as a touchdown this past weekend. Have you had to work at all with, with Mac on being more risk-tolerant, maybe throwing to guys who are covered and just trusting that that can be a good decision?
0: Well, I think that's always a part of any any quarterback, receiver, coach, passing game conversation. It's always conversation. Who's covered? Who isn't? You know, just because there's a guy there, you know, depends on the matchup, depends on the pattern, depends on the play. It sometimes depends on the situation. So there, there are a lot of variables there. We try to, you know, talk about them. Quarterback's got a split second to make those decisions, and he processes it and does what he thinks best.
1: How difficult is that for you know knowing how much a turnover can can swing a game? Just being comfortable with that gamble.
0: Well, again, it, it, all the things that I just said play into it. So it would just depend on how. I mean, if it's a ten ninety gamble. Then it's probably not a good idea. If it's a ninety ten gamble, then probably is a good idea. But, but there's all circumstances that that play into it. Again, all the things I just mentioned.
1: Has Matt gotten better, in your opinion? You know, year one, year two, as far as judging those. Percentages.
0: Yeah, he's gotten better at a lot of things, but I mean it's similar to what he dealt with in college. I mean there was good receivers at Alabama. There was some matchups that you know he took that were good decisions. Um, but again, I think you have to kind of separate out what's. It's it's not all equal. There's there are a lot of factors that come into play, and I think you just you know have guidelines, and then within those guidelines you. The quarterback has to make the decision with the ball in his hands in a, in a short amount of time. I'd say Mac does a good job of that. Have they
1: okay. use a lot of motion in their running game. Uh, what does that challenge the, the run fits? You know when they add on blockers with the motions.
0: Yeah, it's three weeks in a row. We've seen a lot of that. Um, Miami did did a lot of it. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, did did a ton of it. And uh, the combination of misdirection and with all the motion as well. So you have a lot of motion and you have some hardball plays and then you have all that motion and you have some misdirection plays that go with it and play actions that go with it so it really forces a lot of, of uh, eye discipline for the off the ball players the, the linebackers and safeties uh, the guys who are on the ball they don't see all that they see the the blocking scheme in front of them who's attacking them who's blocking them and what type of block are they trying to make on them and they react to that whether it's a cutoff block or each block a base blocks mm-hmm. a high arm whatever it is they're, they're really playing the block and then finding the ball it's the guys on the second level, the the linebackers, the safeties, could be corners involved, whoever those players are, trying to sort out I mean, who's got who, depending on what coverage you're in. Um, who's got who, do we switch it? Are we locked? If it's a three man switch, is a two man switch? Who's got the back after he fakes, after all the criss crossing happens, who's got the quarterback? Um, it just takes a lot of discipline and, and uh I'd say pre snap communication, so when the ball snap kind of knowing what you're doing, and then recognizing it after the snap. Um, Pre-snap communication is is fouled up, then then it's hard to get it right. So it starts with that, and then then everybody has to kind of see it the same way. And there's multiple things to see. So you, you, again, you try to set rules, guidelines on how to play those things. They're not all the same. Um, difference between a tight end missile motion across, a wide receiver missile motion across, a back missile motion across, I mean those things are all, the offense does that to try to you know, keep you off balance and keep the defense um, confused or hesitant and so they're, they're kind of look the same, they're not all the same, that's the idea um, but we have to classify them the way we classify them and then uh, as I said all see them as they unfold and that's, it's challenging so, yeah, the, and the Raiders do a good job of it. They do a great job of it. Final question. Bill, can you confirm that the team's trading Justin
1: Barron to the Raiders?
0: No, but when we can, if we can, we will. Great. All right. Thank you.